Hello and welcome to Cable Roulette, the show where we find a random TV channel, watch whatever's on, and figure out a way to talk about it. I'm your host, Michael, and we're without a guest this week. I'm going to try to get another one soon, and I'd like to apologize for the hiatus. I, I'm in university, and things kind of pile up, and I didn't want this to add to the pile, but we should be back for a little while, and when the next semester starts, I should have some time to keep doing this and hopefully um, not have to have any other breaks, but we will see. This week's channel is Destination America, which I think is like a kind of like the travel channel. I'm not positive about the channel or the show. The show is called Going RV, which to me seems like it's like an extreme makeover home edition. But for people that are getting into the RV game, I don't know if that's if it's a popular show. I've never heard of it. Um, yeah, I don't really know anything about the show, so I'll have to watch it and see what I can glean from the episode. All right, I'm going to watch Going RV, and then I will be right back in a second. And we're back. So the show, I was right. Well, I wasn't exactly right. It's kind of just like buying RVs. It's not like RV makeovers or anything like that. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty simple. They just kind of have a salesman. They tell them what they want, and then they pick out what they're going to get. There's three choices, like a lot of the house shows. Based on the like title sequence thing, I thought that it was only for people that, well, not only, but mainly for people that are... Um, gonna live in their RV full-time but these people definitely weren't doing that so maybe I just kind of got the wrong inclination there it's time for the recap cat 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 it's time to recap so our quote-unquote characters are Mary Lee and Nick Brown and they have three kids and they like to travel so that's why they need an RV and they're um they just tell the salesman whose name I didn't get what they want um so they they have their budget which is 30,000 I don't know if that's a lot for an RV I don't really have a comparison um, and then they want a bed for each person in their family. Well, they can share a bed, but each kid needs a bed and they need a master bed. And then there's a certain weight limit, which I didn't really think about, but obviously trucks can only carry a certain amount of weight, so that makes sense. And then they kind of just look at the RVs. Like, they don't really, the salesman takes them there, but then they kind of just walk through it, and there's no there's no host, so it's kind of, it's got to be weird for the people on the show because they kind of just direct themselves. Like, well, I guess they don't, but... There's no one really showing them around on camera, so it's kind of like the camera people. And there are some cameras already hidden in the RV, which hopefully they remember to get all those. That's important. So then these RVs have different things that they do or don't like. Like they want a, one with one of those U-shaped kitchen tables, and only one of the choices has that. They all have outdoor kitchens, but they don't all have grills or stovetops outside. One thing you learn very soon in the RV game is that everything is a bed. Like, you see a table, you can flip that thing into a bed. You see a, I don't know, a closet, it's probably got a bed in there, maybe a bathroom. There's, there's something in that closet. There's just, it's kind of like the tiny home thing, which I don't know much about either, but you can, they really maximize space, which when they complain about size, I'm kind of like, well, you're getting an RV, what do you expect? But I guess that's why their budget is 30000 Oh, and back to the salesman that takes him around. So when he is present on the show, he's kind of just, like, standing there. Like, he's not really saying, like, oh, this is this, this is that. He just stands there watching, seeing what they're going to do. I think it would be too boring for me to go through each of the RVs, even though that's what happens on the show. But um, it's probably a little more exciting with a visual medium, unlike this one. Oh, and so back to our two main characters. The children aren't with them, which they adopted three children. It's a very sweet family, as we see at the end. But we just follow the two parents and they kind of just like, I guess that's what you do when you're buying something, but they just kind of like flop onto the beds. And I noted that the guy has his shoe on every single bed. Like he doesn't have the bottom of the shoe, but I think it's still weird to have like your heel or your 
the toe of your shoe on a bed. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm very particular. And then after they see the three RVs, which two of them have the same name, which is confusing to keep track of, but you just got to remember how long they are because that's how it works in the RV game, I guess. But um, they say, like, what they like, and she just kind of, well, first of all, they're just talking to each other. They're not really running it by the salesman or anything. And she'll say, oh, I like the bathroom in this one, and he'll say, true. Or she'll be like, well, this one had a small kitchen, and he'll be like, it did. Like, he kind of just, his only, the only opinions he offers are the weight and the um, budget which I guess is pretty stereotypical man. He He's from Tennessee, and he's like a real, he's got a nice accent. So um, it's not too big of a surprise, I suppose. And then finally, they choose the last RV, which one of my problems with these shows, you know, I guess we can get into high point, low point. It's time for high My low point is how these shows, like the, well, this RV show and a lot of the house shows, there's always some kind of compromise, which I guess that's, I don't know, is that mostly true in house buying? I don't really know. But, like, you'd think that you can eventually get your dream house, but that's not how it works in these shows. Which, like, I, someone I'm related to has a friend who was on one of these shows in Sydney, Australia, actually. And they had already picked out their house, I think the story was. And then they just pretended to go through the other two houses. So, like, these are, they're really script, not scripted, but, like, manufactured, I guess you'd say. Which, like, I guess is necessary to make, like, real entertainment, but it kind of just, you can tell sometimes, or, like, this one, they had one that was over budget and overweight, which the guy isn't going to buy a truck when it's already over budget so that he can support the weight of this new RV. So that's kind of just, like, they have to have a, it's, it's like a heel on, like, The Bachelorette or something. You have to have one that you know you're not going to get for some reason that kind of just makes the other ones look better. I don't know why I talked about The Bachelorette. I don't know a ton about The Bachelorette either. I just... My family watches it, so I know a little bit, I guess. The lesson of this episode is I don't know a lot about a lot of things. I feel like I keep saying that, so. High point, they show the family at the end, and it's like it's just like a nice family. They have three adopted kids from, they said South Korea, and like they really, they enjoy the camper, and um, I guess it, it kind of transitions into another low point. It seems like propaganda for RVs almost, like the quote of the week, you'll see that it's kind of propaganda, but... The family loves their RV so much that it's kind of like, it's a sweet thing, honestly. And it's sweet how much the family, like, I don't know, they just show them for a second, but they get along well, and the kids love it, and they're so excited to go camping. But before we get into the aforementioned quote of the week, we're going to take our commercial break, which, again, isn't an advertisement for me, at least not yet. It's simply a discussion of the commercials I watched. So one of these commercials, apparently Discovery has a streaming service, and, like, I know everyone has to have a streaming service. Like, Hallmark has a streaming service. Everyone does nowadays. But I just, I don't know, I didn't know that. And I'm kind of interested because there's content from Adam Savage, who I like his YouTube channel. I love Mythbusters, even though I haven't seen all of it. Um, so yeah, this isn't, again, this is not an ad for anything, but I might check that out. And then there's a Food Network thing about like a Christmas cookie challenge. And I just, like, how far can you go with Christmas cookies? I guess you can make like a gingerbread house type thing, but how how much can you do? How much flexibility is there for a cooking show? And then just a bad commercial. I'm not even going to say what it was. They don't deserve any advertising. But, like, it ends with, you can't not watch this episode. And, like, come on. You got to, it doesn't make any sense. Do better. And this show had one extra commercial break. I forget if it's normally three and this had four or it's normally two and this had three. But it, it definitely had one extra break, I could tell. Which, that doesn't sound very reliable, but I'm pretty sure it did. And I'll say a runner-up for Quote of the Week that was actually on the commercial break segment there's a 
advertisement for a street racing show, which like there's only one spot that they street race at Team Lake because there's a big um, desert that just cops don't watch, big desert road. And this guy said, this is the biggest street race in the world. And I thought that was, um, I don't know, just the way he said it. I, you'd have to look up that commercial somehow and watch it because I didn't do it any justice. I'm sorry for that. But the real quote of the week, it's a beautiful thing. It's, we will be RVers for life. And that's kind of just where the propaganda comes in because they're really talking about it. And he says, like, like this is so life-changing and we'll be RVers for life. We're, we want another one. We might even get two more if our when our kids move out or so, like something weird like that. I didn't explain that well. He said he's going to get a, a, they might get, they might replace their RV when their kids get older. And then when they move out, they might get a new one just for them. So, I mean, if you're getting three RVs in your lifetime, I think that's some RV propaganda, but maybe that's normal. Maybe everyone should have three RVs. All right. So now it's time to recommend going RV. Um, watch this. If you're thinking about getting an RV, I'm sure it could help you with some like normal price ranges, some normal features. So you can just kind of get an idea if you're not really sure if you want one, not really sure what the normal RV situation is. I was going to say, don't watch this if you're, if you're interested in a camper, but I think I'm confused about which is which. I always saw an RV drove itself and a camper had like, had to be pulled by a truck, but this one was pulled by a truck. So is it really an RV? Maybe this is going camper. What? What's real? What's not? Find out next week on Cape Roulette. Thanks for listening. We have no research to do this week because um, the show came out in 2018. There's not much else. And I think I forgot to say what episode, and I didn't write that, write that down. So um, sorry about that. You'll just have to look up Mary Lee Brown and Nick Brown and find out what episode they're on. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Goodbye. Wait, stop. Before you throw your phone into the ocean because your favorite podcast is over... Now that I have your attention once again, this is Editor Michael. I just remembered to look up camper versus RV, and usually campers go, like, on top of a pickup truck, and RVs are towed by them, but the term can be used interchangeably, whether that's correct or not. And that is all. Goodbye for real. Please reach out to cableroulette.com. Oh, nope, nope, no. Please reach out to cableroulette at gmail.com if you have any um, words of wisdom. Thank you. Bye.